welcome in uh, to the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders, coming to you from Columbia, South Carolina. I'm going to call it Parts Unknown because it doesn't look like he is in the... Uh, it's in the, the goddamn the, beach. It's not Parts Unknown. I like calling it Parts Unknown, sir. And I want you to come out on this show like you are fucking Chainsaw Charlie. I want you to put some pantyhose on your forehead. No one will know who the fuck you are. It'll be from parts unknown. That's where you're from. Why can't you never that. fucking humor me at all, Jackpot? I want you to be a heel, goddammit. Anyway, welcome to the Robin Kale Show. There's my podcast partner, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. How are you on vacation, sir? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. Doing great. Better than puppy with two fevers. That's right. Only thing missing is Ziggy, right? That's exactly right. <clears throat> anyway, look we've already got people lined up to join the show jackpot i mean it's it's uh yeah. it's getting interesting here let me go um, grab some real quick here uh, well it's it's kind of funny because i mean let's just be honest both of the palmetto state teams are sucking asshole and normally you could lean on a team like oh i don't know coastal carolina to have a good season but they're not that great either no, they're not. It's just we're all it's like the scene from Full Metal Jacket when they're all in the newsroom and they all look around and he says, you know what? It's a big shit sandwich and we all have to take a bite. I think about the about the best uh about the best group over there is uh Furman right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably the Furman Paladins. I'm with you on that. Citadel, all right, look the Citadel I was looking at. They are they are fucking atrocious. They're bad. I mean, they're very they are really really bad. Why would anybody want to fucking go to school there? Only idiots go to school there. <laughs> well, they. <laughs> there was a fellow that uh, I'm pretty sure he was in the same class as me. That's uh, coaching them now. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, all right. So last let's, name gotta... Drayton. They're 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 rest rough. All right, so let, let's let's take a question from the chat room, then we're going to welcome in uh, our first guest here. Jay wants to know, how long were you following that naked women around the other day? What is he talking about? Oh, just, uh, did you, you didn't see the video? I have not watched the video because I've been working like a fool here. But, uh, You've been busier in a uh, two, uh, what, what is it, a one-arm wallpaper hanger? One-arm yeah. paper hanger, yeah. <laughs> I, um was coming yesterday so I, for the place I'm staying at here there's only room to park or they only let you park one car so we took okay. uh, one car and then we took my truck down here too so my truck is actually parked they, we, I had to park it across the street in a public parking area but is this the they, tater chip truck what's that is this the tater chip truck no, it's my truck, the, the truck I drive. All right. Nissan truck. And no, fuck no, I would take that damn thing down here. Why would I bring that down here? Because you want to be close to the chips, sir. You might you might I run into a store and they might need you to be the Superman of potato chips. I, you just I, fill I up shit from the fall. What I've seen down here, they do a pretty good job. But anyway, <clears throat> right. uh, okay. that truck is parked in the parking garage across the street, but... They comp it, so it's whatever. 
anyway, I had went over there yesterday morning to get my, I left my medicine in there. And so I walked over to it and got out. And as I was coming back out of the garage, um, walking back toward the main street um, where the hotel here is located, I saw two older women and one of them, I was like, she had this old droopy set of tits down to here. And it looked like she had two pieces of chewed up bubble gum covering up her nipples. Swear. And I was like, what the fuck? So I got my phone out and I took a picture of it. So to where you can then I zoom in on it and then screenshot that. So it blows it up. So that's a pretty good picture. I need to send you that. Um, oh, then God. They started walking down the street. I was like, okay, whatever. They're walking down the street in front of me. And I noticed the one who had the, the sagging deuce doesn't have, she didn't have any uh, bottoms on. Period. She had no bathing suit bottom on. <clears throat> she had a napkin or a piece of toilet paper or something in like a trifold. And then it came back around into like a little uh, tail type thing. And she had the, the, the toilet paper piece was, was just lodged in her asshole. Wait, so wait. What, she, what kind of fucking whore beach are you at, Jackpot? What what in the blue fuck are you doing? I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. That's Daytona I, I Beach. Bet like, I, the place we're staying at is pretty nice Yeah. here. But, sure and then the, 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 the ones like next door. But if you go like that, like, you cross this river or the, the intercoastal waterway or whatever it is you cross to get to the beach part of Daytona Beach from the regular part. If you go back across the bridge over that way, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of homeless and just vagrants all over the place. And it's just a pretty all sad right, state so of did, did you, you took a picture of this woman, right? I No, I took a video of the, the toilet paper asshole. So wait a minute. Uh, I, oh, God. Okay. And I posted it um, on the channel. It's a short video. Yeah, uh, we we need to we need to look at that. I I'm I I I am just stupefied. Holy shit, jackpot! You'd have been better well, off going to Bernie Myrtle, sir. It up and put it on the screen tonight somehow. Or sure. Why why don't we just do that right now? I'll just bring that up and put that on the screen. They won't pop. They can't get pissed at us for putting out our own stuff, can they? I no. or I don't know. We'll have to see. Hold on. Let's see here. So Carolina jackpot here. Uh, let's see if I can pull this up really quick here. Is it under shorts? Yeah, there yeah. it is. Jesus, jackpot. Okay. What the fuck is going on here? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's this guy and we'll present this to the crowd here. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? No bottom. She has a piece of toilet paper stuck in her asshole. And on the front, it looks like what appears to be two chewed up pieces of paper covering her nipples. Why? Just why? Uh, uh, okay. Guys, this is most ridiculous. What in the hell? Hey, at least the toilet paper was clean. I can't zoom in on it. I mean, from for of what I or what I saw of it. Zoom in if you'd like. Didn't get too close. Ain't closer than that. 
She has a piece of toilet paper. If you'll notice too, she's got a a, a, a blonde hairdo it looks cut like a boy. Appears to be that two thing that she's got on the back—that's like an extension, and it's like yeah, multicolored. Uh, like rainbow bright hair. Uh, I I I don't know. Someone asked for my cash app. Maybe you're gonna send me money to to help fix my eyes for what I've just seen here. By the way, we have the younger generation joining us right now, Jackpot. Uh, Shamecock Sporty, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, it's good, to it's good to kick it off with you guys. What's up, Rob? What, what, what did you see? Uh, your your thoughts on the toilet paper hanging out of the ass where Jackpot is near Jackpot's hotel? Five thoughts on that, sir. I mean, five star <laughs> dummy. I mean, I commented on that short. I mean, I just, I was like, what in the fuck is going on? It's why I make clothes. You, you <laughs> never, you never know what you're going to get on this program, sir. What the hell? I mean, I've seen some uh, weirdos at South Carolina on campus, but I haven't, I haven't seen anything as cursed as that. I mean, that was just a. So I have to ask, I, I, I drove down by campus uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and there were some guys wearing like onesies, oh like I, I don't know what the fuck is going. I mean, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm just saying, I'm like, whatever. how in the fuck is? I mean, that that's almost as weird as jackpot with the one with the shit hanging out. <laughs> I don't know. He was confident in it. I mean, hey, do your thing, sir. Is it not? Is it like that craze where people were wearing rompers a few years ago? You remember yeah. that? Yeah, it, it, this looked like a like a like a one. I, I don't know. I, I got no clue. But anyway, I, I whew, wow. All right, so I tell you what. Uh, since you're joining the program, go and subscribe to Shancock Sporty's YouTube channel. He has some. Uh, like he doesn't he doesn't flip out quite as bad as Jackpot. Jackpot's video that he did Saturday night when he was in his car. Yeah. If you didn't watch that and feel the pain that this man has, then you, sir, are a uh, hurting individual. I mean, that jackpot was, I, I really felt his pain. There's Jay saying, I don't see Carolina jackpot kicking her out of the jack shack. <laughs> oh, damn it, jackpot. What happens when we get a super chat? I got to put his name right there on the bottom, sir. You got to. You got to start. Oh, oh man. Hold on. You I got to. I, I was watching that delusional fuck tonight doing that. Damn, uh, they only had four people on the Hollywood Squares delusion. Do you know that someone actually donated them $2,000 this month? Now, that may all be bullshit, but he actually put it on his ticker. So, you know, I. I I gotta think it's real. There you go, Jay. You put your name. You you send us money. We put your name on the bottom because you matter. And then we're gonna get our W twos and staple them to our assholes. That way you can see them from afar. <laughs> what a fucking ridiculous oh nonsense shit that is. Anyway, uh, so hey, uh, anyway, subscribe to Shamecock Sporty's channel. He doesn't get as pissed as Jackpot. But I have to worry about him being a very angry young man. And I think Jack may look at him and be like, you know what? I've been subscribed to this shit for 40 years or however long you've been a Gamecock fan, Jack Pot, And they haven't, they've been fucking letting you down forever. And we're watching this young man jumping right into that mix where they're going to let Jump, him down. He's jumping into the fray. 
jumping yeah. into the fray. So. Don't know what he's getting himself into. Yeah. Subscribe to his channel though, because he does some good stuff over there. What? Let's jump into it really quick here. Shane Beamer says you don't have enough guys to fill a two deep. You're going to go play a really good Texas A&M defensive line. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't look good. Yeah, uh, I'll just talk about our depth as a whole, uh, as a program. I mean, we've had depth issues going all the way back to the, the, the Will Muschamp era. Yeah. I get the whole, like, everyone's got injuries. I know we're beat up and injured, but I don't like blaming injuries. I mean, this is college football. We're, ha we're over halfway in the season. I mean, every team in the country's got injuries. I mean, I, I, it's going to have to be next man up. I mean, I, I don't know at this point. I mean, this is just – it's it's not good. Not I mean, good. Somebody, some of them just going to have to toughen up and play. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to play. Uh, <laughs> I mean, have to, we're going to have to get through the season at this point. I mean. Sir Uga sent me $5 in the cash app. Put his name up on the billboard there, sir. There oh, yeah. you go. Five, we're at a whopping nine ninety nine for the show. That's, you know, not that we're mocking that. We're just putting our name up in lights like we promised. So thank you guys either way. Well, We'll uh we'll see how that works out. Like, yeah. The yeah. FPI says the Gamecocks will finish four and eight. I don't know about that. Honestly, I think I think Vandy's not guaranteed. I don't think Jackson State's guaranteed or Jacksonville State's guaranteed. I mean, we might lose one of those games. I mean, I, I I'm I'm just keeping it real here. Uh, that's probably what's going to happen. Well, but you know what, though? And I'm not trying to be the guy that pumps sunshine up your ass because that's not who I am. But I deal with that for a lot of Gamecocks, but okay. Yeah. South Carolina is a different team at home than they are on the road. And I think that, uh, I mean, they play a lot better at home. They always do. So I, I think they win those two games. I think you're going to give Kentucky shit because I don't think Kentucky is that good of a fucking football oh, I team. Mean, Devin Leary's not any good. Graham Mertz isn't any good. He came out uh, through for over 400 yards against us. Devin Leary might throw for 500 against yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Graham sure. Mertz is capable. I mean, Devin Leary's just he's he's a different cat. He uh, you know, he got hurt and he's just not he's not able to do the things he was able to do a couple of years ago. Yeah, when he was at NC State. Jerry says, is there a legit path for six and six for South Carolina? Well, yeah, they can what I mean, they've got five games left. Yeah, they need four out of their last last five. Games. Four out of the last five there's a, there's there is a legit path. There's no reason Look, they shouldn't there's no reason they shouldn't be able to do that. It's not they're not playing any juggernauts, but they're not damn it. I, you know, they're not all right. So I gotta I gotta keep up with this. Chris says Beamer bought signs for Michigan. So I gotta add Chris to the super chat. And Jay with another super chat says uh the SEC East versus Clemson is shaping up to be one hell of a game at Williams Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> Let me add that to the super chat fund here. Look, uh there's a way to go there. And then now another super chat. A typical gump sends that's twenty dollars and says he enjoys the show. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Sir. Appreciate it. Now I got to add all that to the super chat. But anyway, your thoughts on that? Can they get? Can they win four out of the last five? Jackpot. No, I mean they're not going to. They could. Yeah. They could. In theory, I mean they're they're. I mean, the, like I said, nobody they're playing. You're not playing any ranked teams. Um, you know, even even Texas A&M is not. I mean, they're not. 
above being taken down, but this is not the team to do it. You know, I <clears throat> was watching um, the last video. Someone told me, uh, they said, did you see the play where the Mizzou running back, uh, I don't know if he was when he scored a touchdown or not because I was going back trying to find it. He ran, uh, you know, he, he carried the ball, I said, and, and Pup Howard, Grayson Pup Howard, just, just stood there like he had concrete in his shoes and didn't even attempt to move until the guy was already past him. And so I went back and I tried to find that play, but I couldn't. But I, I got stuck just the first uh, drive of the game and watching just how just just how awful. And, and, and it wasn't so much of being taffy. It was just, just a being out-schemed that that offensive line was that first drive. It was there was three separate plays in a row right there where the Gamecocks they failed to convert on one third down there on the first drive of the game. To remember they got down pretty close. They started to feel a, there was a, then Mizzou committed some kind of penalty and it moved a little bit closer. And on the final uh, play before they had to set up for the long field goal, Rattler went back to pass and you, you had a backer blitzing, and I mean I don't know whose job it was to pick him up. Um, but they didn't know what they were doing. This guy just shoots through there just untouched like a cannonball and takes him down. To me, it's obvious they're, they're getting out-schemed. They're getting out-coached and out-worked, and they're not even watching. I don't even know if they're even watching any film. No. Or, I I mean, because, I mean, obviously you've seen that stunt. Uh, it, it, they had to have done this at some point during the season. I mean, if you get a guy in front of that blitzing linebacker, even if he runs you the fuck over, he's still not going to get to your quarterback. Yeah. Right. Because he can't run you over and make the sack, too. So, I, I, they're not – they're getting outworked and outcoached. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I look at um, – I look at guys like Stone Blanton, who was recruited to go to – I'm looking at – just let, let's look at ACC and SEC schools. South Carolina, Louisville, Mississippi State, Ole Piss, Arkansas, Auburn, um, Duke, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas A&M, Virginia. I mean, these are all ACC and SEC schools. He was recruited to go there. The guy is an SEC caliber body. Okay, he's not a he's not a a five star bum, and they can't seem to get this guy into a position where he can make tackles. So I, I blame the coaching staff on that. And this is something that has been consistent for a while. And they're they're just not they're not being put into spots where they can make a um make plays. And that's more on the coaches than anything else. They look at what Jackpot said, they look fucking confused. Mm-hmm. And you can't be confused at the speed that they're playing. Yeah, it wasn't like somebody got out there and tried to get a hand or a hat on him and they just couldn't do it. And he was just faster than them. It wasn't any of that. They didn't, no one attempted to block this because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. It, it, it just, I mean, I don't know. Until you can get that fit, you're not, I mean, it's and it's just maddening. It's absolutely maddening, and, and they play that the, the, this this week's uh, I think episode was the Mazad cast was was the one they said was the best one ever, ever. 
And I, I made several voicemail calls to that show, and I motherfucked Why didn't motherfuck them? I motherfucked their you team. Motherfucked their team. Their, their players and fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. But someone uh, sent me a tweet today. It was very nice. I said, you know, said I, I understand where you're coming from. It's 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 hard to watch the team that you loved and, and rooted for all these years, and you've got promise there. They just turn into absolute taint cheese right in front of your face. Yeah. Well, and by the way, uh, the, the Missouri people that are running their mouths, let's make sure that we understand something here. You are not a fucking world beating team either. All right. On, and I'm not defending South Carolina, but Mizzou's not much better. Yes. They won two, uh, two, they won two sec East titles. I get that, but you are a program. Uh, what, what was his name? Colin from the Mazad cast said, he said on some show that South Carolina's middling, what the fuck do you think Mizzou is? Well, he, he said they were in his in his defense, he said they were a middling program too. Yeah, but for them to come out and, and I love the Mazad cast guys, don't get me wrong here, but for them to come out and, and that, that last podcast, they acted like their shit didn't stink. Ladies and gentlemen, Mizzou is not that great. They really, really are no, they're kind of I mean, I hate to say it, they're kind of fool's gold. They yeah. absolutely are. Now I watch mean, them come out and then stomp I mean, fucking stomp Georgia next week, and then they'll be cutting this a, up to run it's their very mouth. Much of a uh, who have they played? Yeah, type well, scenario, and they. I mean, they had they had, but I mean, I do hope that I do think they can beat Tennessee. Yeah, I do hope they beat them. So I mean, I think they can finish ten and two. Yeah, they yeah. probably. Can. They're not beating Georgia, um, but I mean, who else? I mean, Florida at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean. They should beat them. They'll finish second in the East. Yeah. All right. Which so what's, what's the mood on campus, man? Is everybody just giving up and saying, fuck it, we're moving on to hoops? I mean, yeah, everyone's like all excited about the women's basketball and stuff like that. Honestly, yeah, that'll I mean, be women's basketball. That men's basketball team is going to be shitty. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, that's the hype. Is everybody's loving some uh, loving some women's hoops? Yeah, uh, personally, like, I've never really been uh, that much into the women's basketball. I've mostly been uh, following football and baseball, not even not even men's basketball. I've mo- Those are my two favorite sports to watch. Uh, sure. And the, the fact of the matter is, uh, f- when it comes to revenue and just, like, money. Well, you, small, you know, you're, you're, you obviously come from good parenting. Your dad decided that you have a penis and you're going to actually watch some men's sports Maybe they should get Ray Tanner to learn that shit too and stop spending all this money on fucking sports nobody cares about because that's kind of what's happening. Yeah, I think one guy commented on I, I said that in one of my videos in, in, in yeah. the comments, and then this guy came out and said, oh, Ray Tanner's put a bunch of money in football. You need to stop making this excuse. So, uh, well, we'll see if – but you're – Up until – hold on. Up until this season – Don Staley was making more than your head football coach. Yeah, I know. Ray Tanner can suck a dick. That's just the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And by and look, this is this affects what he doesn't understand is that I am a South Carolinian. And South Carolina football, even though I, I'm a Clemson guy, mm-hmm. it affects the entire fucking state, sir. If South Carolina goes out and they go eight and four, nine and three, ten and two, people are in a better mood. It f- works and helps the economy. But you know what? Let's give $5 tickets to people to go watch Don Staley's team play. I'm not taking anything away from Don Staley. She puts on a hell of a program. But in the end, it comes down to the revenue. 
football thousand people in that stadium versus sixteen thousand at Colonial Life Arena paying five bucks a ticket. It does. I mean, the math just doesn't work, sir. It yeah, doesn't. Well, football drives the bus, and the passenger seat is men's basketball when it comes to revenue. And then behind that, you got baseball. So those are the big three. Well, and, and look, I can and I appreciate baseball, but let's be honest, baseball is a regional sport that it's kind of hard for a lot of teams to play because once you go up north, there are teams that can't play until you know the middle of April because their fields are frozen. So, you know, there's that. But I agree with you on the football front of it. And, you know, and Jackpot mentioned some of this the other night. It's it's insane how how shitty this program is with the they've gotten some of the stuff that they need. But in the end, a lot of it has to come back to Ray Tanner Mm -hmm. and the fact that it just looks like he just doesn't give a shit. That's just the vibe that I got from the outside looking in. I mean, I, I really feel that way. And and trust me, I want to bring you back on during baseball season because your baseball coach is a piece of shit too. Oh yeah, let's just make sure that we're all on board with that too. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing either. We gave him an extension. Ray Tanner gave yeah, him. A- we're, yeah, we're giving him. Yeah, lost five of six SEC series. So I mean, take with that what you will. Yeah, he had yeah. a he had a, hor- he had a horrendous uh, like second third of the season, and he kind of pulled it together a little bit and won a regional, but. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so do you have a pick for us before you get out of here before we do our picks? Uh, some picks for this weekend? Yeah, I got some picks. Okay, so give me the South Carolina pick first. Just going money line? Like if I were to just do yeah, just tell me what you think the score is going to be for the game this weekend. Oh, the, for the game in, this in weekend? Contest, in our contest, South Carolina is a 14-point dog. Uh, I am – I would pound uh, – Texas A&M to cover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. Texas A&M wins this game uh, 38 to 13, 38 to 10 or something like that. That's probably pretty accurate. South Carolina's been a money burner yeah. for the most part this year. All right, man. Appreciate you having well, me in here. We appreciate you uh, being here, sir. You're always welcome. And uh, go subscribe to his channel. Thank you. Watch the young man get upset. Thank you, sir. All right, there you go. Shame Cox Sporty joining the program. It's nice to have a have that vibe from on campus, sir. A lot of, lot of uh, you know, give you the idea of what the kids are doing down there. Why I'm watching right now. Uh, UTEP is playing Sam Houston. Yeah. Uh, right now, the 0 and 7 Bearcats are leading UTEP 14 to 10. Uh, what's up? What's up with all these teams? putting the area codes on the helmets. UTEP's got the 915 on the helmet. The area cut, the, and then, you know, Georgia Tech was the ones that kind of started it off. And now uh, I've noticed that um, Sam Houston's got it on the, on the back of theirs. No, on the front, on the back, they got some other bullshit back there. I mean, what, you know, when one team does that, I guess it's cool. When everybody's doing it, it just looks douchey and it's stupid. Nobody gives a fuck what your area code is. And I guarantee you that you that you probably don't. I mean, you're probably not playing for that area code. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see about that. All right. Uh Ray joins the program. We're gonna take care of our sponsors in a moment. Ray, what do you got for the show, man? Hey guys, how are you doing? Good, buddy. Doing good now. Hey Jackpot, how are you enjoying your trip down to Florida? 
That's good. The weather down here is nice. Yeah, I I live over in the Panhandle. I'm about 50 miles north of Panama City. Uh, just a little bit in between Alabama line and Panama City. So right along the I-10 corridor. So I Have you ever been to the beach in Alabama? There's only like one beach in Alabama. Ah, uh, shit, no. Why would I want to go there when our beaches are way better than theirs? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, just, you know I'm, just, I'm just asking for a reference. Well, I understand what you're saying. There's too I've, many I've teeth heard, to go to Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's like I said. I can, I can be on the beach in 45 minutes from where I'm at, so. I guess I don't have a desire to go to Alabama. Well, I, it's just I just thought it was it was odd because I, I didn't know until just a, a few years ago that uh, Alabama that there actually was a beach in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, they tough. actually it goes down to the coast, but it's it, it's probably okay, but yeah. uh, it's still Alabama, and I refuse to give them any of my tax dollars. So, Ooh, like it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah, but yeah, but anyway, just a. Just an honest question. Well, first of all, I sympathize with South Carolina uh, being a Florida State fan. We had here a while back, uh, basically at the end of the Jimbo Fisher era, we got over into Willie Taggart era. We had a president and a athletic director that all they cared about was the non-revenue sports, such as the Olympic sports and whatever this Director's Cup bullshit is. I have no idea what that shit's all about. But, but anyway, until we got a new athletic director and a new university president that made football a top priority and pumped the money into it, we weren't never going to make a turnaround, okay? So, and he was the one that actually fired Willie Taggart, you know, mid, mid-season of his second year. So, you have to have the administration to have a winning program, and I think that's one of South Carolina's problems. They don't have one puts an emphasis on that. I look, people can. I, I think it's great that uh, what Don Staley has done. I think that the other non traditional sports, hey, it's, it's great some of the stuff that they do. It's nice to have. But in the end, it comes back down to this all of those sports are something to watch until we can get to football season. That's <laughs> I agree with that. That's how the average fan thinks. And they'll go out there and cheer the Block C or the Clemson Paul or whatever the hell it is. But in the back of their mind, they're looking over at that stadium and they're thinking, oh, we're only eight months away from spring practice. Oh, we're only. You're you're exactly right about the the statement you made earlier, which everybody knows football drives the bus. Of course. University, but hey, it it drives the economy when you've got a winning football team. And that's very, very important. And that's, that's everywhere in the state everywhere in the state when you i mean football is a feel-good type thing man if you go out and you out your team is pretty good like i mean a perfect example is uh the year mush champs team went what nine and four whatever the hell it was yeah i can tell you that the south carolina economy was better that year it was and oh, i totally agree it's 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 just a dollars and cents type thing and I don't give a shit what you have to do to get that back. Like the the best thing that could happen for our state is if South Carolina and Clemson have a matchup where both teams are ranked. I think it's happened <laughs> like three times in the rivalry. I can't remember, but well, both teams are, especially if both teams are like next season. Let's say South Carolina has a great year, Clemson has a great year, and the Palmetto Bowl. Instead of it being for the Hardy's Trophy or whatever the fuck it is, 
it comes down to something where it's like, look, this game could knock somebody out of the college football playoff. Right. That's yeah. the kind of thing where this fucking state would be on fire. Jackpot and I would fucking be railing each other on this damn show. Normally exactly. we're playing with each other and we don't talk too much shit about each other's teams, but I would be motherfucking his team from afar. <laughs> Shane Beamer looks like uh, his mama burnt the Pop-Tarts and his dad went in without uh, Vaseline. That's why his face is all fucked up. I mean, well, I would the one of them would be able to get their say. shit together. They'd be able yeah. to do that starting next year. Well, that's what I'm saying, remember, though, that's, that's what we need, and we just correct. don't have Well, a 12-team playoff, it's not like it's not doable. Right. It's, it's, it's completely doable. You're absolutely right. Both of these teams play in big-money conferences. They should be good enough where they could finish in the, in the, you know, the spectrum of the fucking top 12. It's right. fucking not that far-fetched at all. It's not like we're fucking Mississippi where half the people can't spell Mississippi. We have a fucking chance here. Sure, I can't spell Mississippi. <laughs> you can, you can. Hey, I, I got to get it, Rob. But if you remember back in the 90s, Florida, Florida State, Miami was all good at one time. And yeah. basically, oh my God, we were the king of the college football world. And and that's because you had three teams that were all in contention for the national championship every year. And when you have that, oh my God, we were we were the envy of every college state. It just we were, but got away from that because we kept letting the recruits get away. You know, things go and then these other schools come in and start getting our recruits and it's to the point now we're starting to keep them at home and it's starting to make a difference on all three teams, to be quite honest with you. Even even Billy Napier, even though I don't think he's that great of a coach, the Goomba is doing some kind of way to, to get some kids to decide to want to go down there and play. Now, they haven't signed on the dotted line, but he's got a lot of big commitments. Now, whether he'll be around to coach them, who knows. But anyway, but my, my main question for calling in was, I kind of understand South Carolina, why they're not doing as well this year. Tons of injuries. You have to be really good on the lines of scrimmage to compete, especially in big-time college football. I kind of understand that. Okay, right. not making excuses for it, but I understand it. But what in the world has happened to Clemson? Because they're stacked, Rob. I don't really understand it. Well, I, I can tell you. I can give you a little secret here, buddy. I think I mentioned it on the show. Actually, I went on Twisted Rooster show the other night, and I dropped this little nugget here. When you are number one in the country, I mean, the best at this in the country, in one stat, you are not going to do well. You know what that stat is? It's fumbles. No, it's fumbles. Oh, shit. is number one in the country in fumbling the fucking football. Wow. And when you are the number one team, out of all the teams in the country, you are number one in fumbling the football. You're not going to win very many games. So I, we can score that, and then you can work your way down the hill from there. Now, I'm not saying that's the cause of all the losses, but if you can't hold on to the football, it's kind of hard to score. Well, it was absolutely it was. positively the reason they lost the Duke game. That was yeah. absolutely why they lost that game. And with, yeah. uh, with Shipley – 
and Mafa running the football and them them committing most of those fumbles. That's, there's just no excuse for that, really. Well, I mean, they're, I mean they're uh, Klubnik, Klubnik's got four fumbles on the season. So they're, I'm, not, I'm not trying well, to rip even with, in, even but, with him. I mean, he had plenty of yeah. playing time last year. He, he – he is, in in my opinion, with the way that he came into the program where he came in early, he he's a junior in my mind, and he's out there playing like a punk bitch. He's a hot dog water. Sorry. Yep, absolutely well, right. So uh, One more quick yet. question before I get off of here. Sure. With, with the way things are going in Clemson, and this just just an outsider's view, do you think there's a real possibility that, that some of their kids are going to hit the portal? I mean, if, if the season keeps well, going crappy, no, no, I think I think that uh, I think that every I think that's going to be across the board everywhere, right? In, right. In, my, in my opinion, I mean, I think that people are going to be leaving programs all over the place. The problem that it's going to be intensified worse at Clemson is the fact that Dabo Sweeney has got his head in the sand on this, and I know we've kind of beat this to death, but it's really going to be a problem next year because he's going to expect freshmen to come in and fill in holes where he's had guys that were say sophomores this year, that would be juniors next year. He's going to expect the freshmen to come in and fill in those spots and it's not going to work. Right. So eventually until he goes to the transfer portal and starts bringing some players in, uh, Clemson is going to be lack of depth. Jackpot's favorite phrase, lack of lack depth. 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 Do, 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 do. Lack of depth. Well, that, all right, guys. Well, hopefully things will get better for you guys. And Jackpot, I don't know if you guys can cover that 14. I just think your line of scrimmage is too bad. But trust me, as a as a Florida State fan, if you could beat the hell out of Jimbo, I'd certainly appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Thank that. You. Well, all right. Yeah, let's, we, we haven't discussed, Rob, um, the 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 K Klubnik and the um, whole deal and his after the game interview, um, the whole deal with him just pretty much shitting on the play call and and kind of yeah. taking business into his own hands, if right. you will. There, yeah. Um, what, I mean, what you know? I don't. What do you think about that? Well. First of all, Sweeney kind of threw him under the bus. That was kind of the first thing because you hear Sweeney's comments first. And yeah. Sweeney's like, look, that was supposed to be a give off. He just didn't hand the ball off. Why why in God's name do you put your player out there like that so he could take the beating from the press and everything else? And then you're basically putting this kid into a position where he has to defend himself. Yeah, and he's a kid he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to defend himself. So he goes in there and does what a 20-year-old kid does and basically shits on the play call and says, you know, basically how I thought I could make it. And he couldn't. So I I I don't know if there's there's something going on there between Sweeney and this guy, but I I don't get the warm, fuzzy feeling that Sweeney had with you know a Taj Boyd, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, even Kelly Bryant. Yeah, no. I don't get the 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 nice, warm, fuzzy feeling from this kid compared to, or I, I mean, look at the way that he was with Uyunglele. You know, he made the comment about he was some. Uh, what was the comment? Oh God, from uh, 
slap nuts from or slap dick from uh slap dick from East Boga Community College. Yeah. That's the shit he said defending damn DJ Uyunglele. He hasn't been that way with Club Nick, in my opinion. Not yet. Not yeah. yet at all. So, I mean, it seems like we're at rent a quarterback right now. So, yeah, well, uh, we, there's a radio host up here in the up, well, never mind, not up here, but in the upstate where I live. Yeah. Mark Ryan. Oh, fuck uh, I don't know if you know who this guy is. Yeah, I know who he is. Who made some kind of comments or put, he, he, he tweets out. Shit more than the Spurs up show, dude. Um, tweets out that uh, uh, um, that if, if he if he did do that, so that's just direct insubordination by Cade, and he's going to have to be punished. Well, what First does he want all, to do? Like cut him off of his meal plan for a week? What the fuck are you gonna do to this kid? Bench him, I guess. Well, what the fuck are you gonna do? You don't have a do you have a a a, a backup? That's right. Well. That he here's the thing. The, what, the, the one kid's pretty good, isn't he? The, yeah, I, I I don't know. That highly they're, they're, one of those kids is pretty highly regarded. I think is it Christopher Zunova, but I can't pronounce his name. Don't don't ask me. Is he on the team? Is he a recruit recruit? Is he actually on? I think he's on the team, but I think they're trying to redshirt him, which is why he's not seen the field much, but. Um, Jackpot, let's thank our sponsors real quick, and then we got to get to Tom, who's waiting, and our good friend Twisted Rooster, who is joining us for the live show at Callaway's in West Columbia the day after Thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, what we got to pick our games now. We're gonna pick games. We got it. We'll take care of these guys. We'll pick our games, Jackpot. I promise. We'll keep us on schedule. All right. So here's what we got. Live show, Callaway's Bar and Grill, West Columbia, Highway One Diagonal from the Walmart. And Jackpot just like flat out left me here. Okay. Hopefully he's he'll be back. All right. Anyway, you want to go to Callaway's and come check us out. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a football trivia. Uh one of us is getting uh shocked with a damn stun gun. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's gonna happen. And Callaway. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, one of I, us hit, I hit the wrong button and fooked myself. Yeah, you fucked yourself. <laughs> you pulled well, a club neck. You pulled a club and came up short. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I hit that anyway, read to the sideline. One of us is going to get stunned with a stun gun live at Callaway's. It's going to happen. We're going to get into that and how you can uh, you can uh, contribute one way or the other. And we're raising money for the Pace Academy, the only school in our state that is um, publicly funded school for dyslexic kids so there's that uh also we have dnc trucking and transport dennis wilson he is a a he just moves your shit you got heavy shit dennis can move it with his his uh you know trucks and everything else that he's got dennis trucks fault when he was a kid now he's an adult he just wants to play with big trucks it's basically what it boils down to fireside chats with uncle jackpot jackpot read away Okay, uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. When four and eight may be your ceiling, you know you support a shuttle. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. All right, let's bring in Tom. Tom, welcome to the program, sir. Good evening, guys. Good evening. I guess we haven't heard nothing from the Tennessee faithful in the past few days. Uh, you know, uh, that's- well, I, I tweeted out. Something to the effect of 
uh, what I tweeted was Tennessee blamed the rain in Athens last year. Mm-hmm. Then hookers injury in South Carolina. And then now it's we're blaming the officials for the second half because that's what came up on the bingo card. Yeah. And lose to Missouri in a couple of weeks. I mean, what's what's going to come up next? They're, they've what? run out of shit to blame. Are they going to blame Pruitt? It's Pruitt's fault. Right. The, it's the it's the sanctions from the pussy thing that we got in the fine, even though we're the most penalized team in SEC for the past 20 years. We didn't really get shit for it. I've been more violated by my by my dominatrix girlfriend in fucking college than Tennessee will be with these fucking sanctions. Yeah. Yeah. That. It's, it's, yeah. It's like I got an argument with Tennessee fan. I'm like, we hold had on, to hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Jackpot, I blame you. Why couldn't your fucking team beat these goddamn Tennessee cocksuckers so that they would have went into a hole forever? It was the referee's you, fault. Jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> but but see the refs screwed us. The refs yeah. screwed us out well, of twenty one points. We could have okay, yeah. tied up at forty one if it wasn't for those damn referees. They, they didn't we had the same officials in the first half when Tennessee was kicking our ass twenty to seven. And the Tennessee fans weren't complaining about the referees during the first half. I mean Yeah, well when it was you know Sir, respectfully, sir, uh, you know, it's kind of hard for me to take Alabama fans seriously. I mean, you guys lie about your national championships. So oh, just- oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. What national championships are we lying about? You you claim one national title. There's one season where you lost to a Southern Cal team, but the Dixie Republic from fucking Birmingham named you the national champion, and you still call yourself national champion. Back then – before we went to the BCS and the Bowl Alliance, if you go back and research everybody else's national title from the day, and I know you're trying to gig at me, um, that's basically how – I'm just posting facts here, sir. Well, that's how everybody else claimed their national titles back in the day too. Ohio State does it. Everybody else national champion was crowned the same way. Not on the level that Alabama does, sir. I mean, I mean you go look back. I mean, I think one year you had five teams, 74. One of them years, five teams claimed a national title in different publications. So they really did not have a – We can agree to disagree. Well, so. it, it, okay. I think it was 1969. I think Richard Nixon actually claimed, uh, yeah. crowned the Texas Longhorns national champs. Before the bowl they, game. It wasn't a bowl game. They just beat right. Arkansas in like the last regular season game and uh, – he told the uh, Texas coach, there's a video clip of it, says, yeah. you deserve to be the national champions, and that's what you are. And he shook their hand. I'm like, damn, shit was a lot different back then. But, um, okay. I mean, he was the president, sir. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with the president. But, but he wasn't a crook either. He's the same guy that told us he wasn't a crook. But we, we, I, I digress. Not a political show. But, uh. I got a question for Rob um, up there in Columbia. Are you familiar with a radio host named Heath Klein? Yes, I am. Okay. I lived in North Florida at the time. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I was a Bama fan before in the dark days. <laughs> he was a radio host in Gainesville, Florida. When Nick Saban got hired, he got on the radio in Gainesville, Florida, said, these Alabama fans are delusional. There is no way Nick Saban is going to bring Alabama back to the Bear Bryant days. Yes, he'll make the program better. But that program will never see greatness under Saban. Well, I guess that, 
safe to say he was wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. I mean, that didn't age well, so I've always wanted to. Let me, let me, let me break something down for you on that. Heath does a three-hour radio show every day. He doesn't do a show here anymore. I think he moved up to North Carolina. But okay, you do three hours of radio every single day, and that's 15 hours of live radio every week. You put a lot of shit out of there. Some of it sticks and some of it doesn't. Right. And, I mean, he did bring up – I did – driving through that area, you know, I listened to him, and he did bring up a good point about the NIL and everybody's – he said, look, folks, let's be honest. All the NIL did was put <laughs> over the table was being what has been being paid under the table all these years. Yeah, yeah. He said that's basically what the NIL did. Yeah. You know, everybody said, "Oh, it's ridiculous." I said, "They've been doing this under the table for fifty years. All NIL did was make it public and over the table." Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I mean everybody how, how do you think that uh, Tua Tonga Viola went to Nick Saban's? car dealership and walked in with one side and then walked out with Brandon Cash. I mean, that that's happened. Yeah, well, well, his brother is actually the more controversial story yeah. because Thompson High School was nothing. Sure. Well, they moved to Alabaster, Alabama. Thompson starts beating Hoover. Now, Thompson has taken over as kings of high school football in Alabama. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, that, that happens a lot, Uh, you know, yeah, the only reason why SMU got nailed is because they outbid at Texas for players, and Texas got mad. That's the only reason why. So, yeah, Texas pulled what Alabama pulled with UAB when UAB was going to be pretty good, and Alabama's like, fuck those guys. They got to go away. They tried to kill the program. That's the <laughs> well, that's – no, I don't like UAB. They had a good year. That's uh, You want to come on the show and talk about how you, you didn't try to kill the UAB program, sir? Well, they did. I mean, they shut it down. We're going we're gonna to bring a new thing into the program here. Everybody in Jackpot, I want you to go with me on this. Did you ever watch Top Gun? Where watch Top Gun when they're, you know, the, the scene where Goose dies, okay? When you, when you come on the program and you get hit with some facts that you don't like, you can just punch out. And you punch out on time, you get out like Maverick did. You punch out too late, you end up with your neck broke because you hit the top of the fucking screen there. The way I'm going to give you yeah. the opportunity to punch out and just head on. Punch out and leave on. No, nah, no, that I got, but I mean, back in 20, I was back in 2014. There's a Paul Bryant Jr. and Gene Bartow, which was the legendary basketball coach at UAB. Something about him and the bear and his daddy uh, got into a Sure. Controversial years ago, and Pop supposedly Bryant Jr. had an axe to grind. They shut the program down for two years, but a lot of people ponied up. We bought the program back. Bill Clark did a good job. It's a great story. Now Trent Dilf, they hired Trent Dilford for whatever reason. I, I support UAB. I don't know what they was thinking, and they was going to try to hire Skip Holtz from the Stallions. And people like, oh no, no, we can't hire him. But um. Get out of here, Big Barney Ross. But anyway, uh, they was trying to hire him, but UAB people didn't like his resume. I'm like, Skip Holtz has a better resume than Trent Dilford as far uh, as the college. May, maybe it's because Skip Holtz has not been, like, you know, that great of a coach for a while. I, don't know. I mean, he'd be better than Trent Dilford, wouldn't you think, if you had a choice between the two? 
I would take Trent Dilfer just because of name recognition and the fact that when Trent Dilfer looks down at his hand, he could see a Super Bowl ring. Skip Holtz just sees slobber from Lou Holtz when he goes to visit. Uh, Two-time USF cha- championship, back-to-back USFL championships. Okay, I have a Super Bowl ring. As a quarterback. I have a Super Bowl ring. What the fuck are you talking about, Tom? Well, I mean, he was on it. Now, the knock on now, there's a lot of people that joke about Trent Dilford's Super Bowl ring saying he won it because he was on a great team. It wasn't because he was a spectacular he was quarterback. A quarterback for a fucking for a fucking great team. He he did what he was supposed to do. But I'm not disputing. I'm just saying what the South Carolina is forever, and they could have. Lou Holtz was trying to baby them into getting Skip Holtz to stay with the program. And the university's like, nah, fuck that. We don't want any of that shit. Come on, man. And that's when they hired Spurrier. So, yeah. And the best program, best coach they've ever fucking had. They were looking yeah. at it. We could get Steve Spurrier or we could get Skip Holtz. Well, I mean, it's the same scenario. Well, that's you're proving my point about the, uh, not on that level, but you go with the guy with the better resume. I mean, that's what I always thought. But. They should have went with Charlie Strong. Why not? What about Charlie? What about Charlie Strong? Charlie Strong had a great resume. People should just hire him, right? I mean, well, um, he burnt down. He burnt down the Texas program. And he burnt down the South Florida program. And Brad Scott's son went down there and kind of finished that program off. Well, I mean, I mean under that logic, we if we want to talk about coaches that have done bad things, I mean, Nick Saban lied about leaving the Dolphins. Some people, some people aren't head coach material, but they're great coordinators. I mean, right. happen, so. Well, that's, I mean, Coverville lied about leaving Ole Miss. I mean, I, I'm on, the only way I leave here is some pine box. The next day, he's at Auburn. Yeah. All so right. Of, Tom, all right, Tom, we have to move on, sir. But yes, I appreciate sir. you as always. Right. You know that? Yes, uh, sir. Look up those, uh, those lied about national titles, sir. Educate yourself as a fan. All right. Thank you, Tom. All right. We, we got to take Twisted Rooster, then we'll do our picks, Jackpot, okay? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Twisted Rooster, welcome to the program. He's at his Tiki Bar, Jackpot. That's tiki pretty Bar. Good. I'm down like here it. in Florida with Jackpot. He's just on the wrong side of the state. Well, God damn it. Where is Mama Tori? She, if you look, at, if you look Tori at the state, at, I'm on the right side. Get, give Jackpot. Go down, go down and uh, meet Jackpot for breakfast. That's right. I, Mama, somebody's got to work around this place. So Mama Tori's working. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you guys up long. I know you need. You're all right, buddy. What you got? I had a couple questions for you and Jackpot, and, and it's a tough question. Hey, uh, if we lose to Texas A&M, which is likely this weekend, if you're Spencer Rattler, and I know there's a bunch of people that's gonna jump his ass for it, you just go sit on the bench. For the rest of the year. I know he's a competitor and it's not likely gonna happen that he would do that, but why would that man keep playing for a Gasparilla bowl at best? Well I mean don't you, I mean there's scouts who look at these people and that that's that doesn't look very good in the eyes of an NFL scout if I was one, in my opinion, it don't how about this? I agree, mean, what, what you... I agree with what Jack Potts saying there, but how about this? How about 
His daddy raised him with a set of nuts and says, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to go out there behind this piss poor offensive line with this offensive coordinator who may or may not be very great with a running back that's from a division two school and wide receivers that are from God knows everywhere because the rest of ours are sitting on the bench with a fucking side of torn vagina. But you know what? My nuts have scuffs on them because they drag the ground. Okay. That's how big my fucking nuts are. And the only way you're going to get me off this fucking field is if I die. Maybe he has a little bit of that in him. That may be a reason enough for saying, you know what? I'm going to go to the Gasparilla Bowl and I'm going to drag my nuts there too. That's the kind of vibe that I get from Spencer Rattler. I wish the motherfucker was wearing an orange tiger, Paul, because he does have a fucking set. I'll give him that. Only mistake that guy's ever made is transferring to South Carolina. Other than that, he's a hell of a fucking quarterback. (laughs) I agree. All right, so speaking of nuts. Since Shane Beamer had the nuts right now to go ahead and make a change at defensive coordinator. If you got some nads about you before, since you already had a defensive lineman fucking quit today, before you lose recruits and some other guys hit the transfer portal, how about take a set of nuts and look for the past three years and say your defensive coordinator sucks, bro. You've been ranked at least against the run or the pass in 120s for three freaking years straight. How about some nuts on that? Because if not, you're probably going to have to have the rest of this team quit. I mean, I mean, Sam Pittman made the decision. He cut he cut loose of that offensive coordinator that he already said, "Hey, you know, it's either uh, you know somebody's got to go. It's not going to be me." You think that there's maybe a, a set where it was like Pittman did that just so he could be like, you know, I'm in control here. That's kind of the, the thing that he's got, and I'm disgusted by the offense, and I'm going to show you that I can make changes trying to maybe save his ass for later on, that kind of thing. I think I think he I think that might be a desperation move by him too because I think he may be squarely on the hot seat where I think Beamer's like maybe, you know, uh, just starting to just starting to edge onto it. Well, look, the only the only, way, the only way I think Beamer gets fired is if they found out he broke his foot off in some underage coochie. That's how he broke his foot. That's about the only way he's getting fired at the end of the season. So uh, he, might, he, he got he got a oh, never mind. He might got an <laughs> underage daughter that would be willing to tell a lie for some money. No, maybe he was hitting some serostitutes like Larry Eustachy at Iowa State a long time ago. Maybe there's some of that. I, no, no, no. Just forget I said that. I'm I, was, saying that. No, I'm just... I support him. I fully do. Fully. Of course. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's the only way he's going to get fired. Is something like, I'm not saying that it's doing that. Don't come at me and get in my mentions and say that I was doing that. Send your hate tweets to at Rob Sounds. Oh, no. Hate tweets go to at Hall underscore Kale. I get all the love tweets. Jackpot gets the hate tweets. Though. Hell that. Yeah, well, Jack, Jack, Jackpot, that would lead me into my third and final question. Sam Pittman just fired his offensive coordinator. Sam sure. Pittman's on the heart seat. Okay. Where's Dow Loggins from? Where did he play his football and where was he coaching? Would is is this where we may even lose our offensive coordinator at the end of the year? I don't know. It could be. I I wonder if Sam Pittman is parading those big-ass titties over there to Shane Beamer. He wants to be the O-line coach. He was pretty good at that at Georgia. Why why not come in and 
fix the Gamecock <laughs> offensive line. Strut that ass with them big triple D tits there, Pittman. Bring them on over here and fix the Gamecock I mean, line. I would, I would definitely say that that's a definite possibility because just judging from that guy's NFL track record, he's definitely a journeyman. <laughs> now, he was a journeyman in the NFL because he wasn't successful. And he kept getting fired from jobs. So Yeah. But it, he was also on some shit jobs with Chicago Bears and the Jets. Yeah. Hey. That's kind of fair. It, the NFL, hey, you don't the actually control the, your the, roster. Hey, the Jets beat the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Maybe, but I'm saying that the, the NFL, you don't get to control your roster. There's no such thing as recruiting as a coach. No. You get whatever the owners give you. <laughs> no, but anyway... Uh, hey, I love look, you guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, I hey, you guys I didn't get your. I didn't get a message from Mama. Mama Tori said she needed me to help her with something. I don't know what it is. Not that it's something scandalous, for God's sake, but whatever it is that she needs, tell her she can hit me is at Twitter. No, I don't know. Yeah, but she said yeah. she something. I don't know what it is, but tell her I didn't. I didn't get her message. Whatever it That's is, I'll help good. her. She's got to message me. All right. What are you up to? Over That's there, right. Rob? Hey, everybody, don't forget to hit that thumbs up down here for these guys. They work hard every week. They bring great shows. But uh, hit that thumbs up, donate to the channel, and uh, we'll holler at you guys. I may may stop into your channel. It depends on how Friday night goes. We'll see how things go. I might stop in Friday night a little bit on your show. Hey, as a reminder of that, I need you and Jackpot to come in because everyone else that tries to help me make my Callaway's picks, they're terrible. I mean, uh, by the way, shout out to Mike Muse, owner of Callaway's Bar and Grill, who went oh and fucking eleven last week. Oh Hell God, somebody did worse than me. I, I talked to him yesterday. I was like, Mike, how in the fuck did you go oh and eleven? You actually suited up and was an offensive lineman for the Gamecocks back in the Sparky Woods era, and you, 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 you would have been better off throwing darts. Shooting shooting ping pong balls out of your ass onto teams and <laughs> a better job. He, was, he, he did worse than me. Now my cousin, my cousin Craig actually got six right. Yeah. I was pretty hey, uh, hey Rob, tell Mike Muse when I get there to Callaway's with all his free promotions I give him on Friday nights for doing my picks live on my channel. I at least want twelve wings <laughs> and a cold we'll, beer. <laughs> we'll figure out something. All right. Hey, I appreciate it's, you, buddy. All right, buddy. Y'all have a good evening, and I'll keep listening, and I want to see who you guys pick. All right, and we're going to pick our games really quick here, and then we'll bring in Rob has an SEC bias. He's been waiting patiently, sitting there in his apartment looking like the Unabomber. We're going to bring him in in a moment. Let's pick our teams here. As uh, I don't want Mama Jackpot over there to be like, what the fuck are you doing? You do football all the time. We're on vacation. We don't need that. We got to get these pictures. Uh, she, uh, she's just getting some laundry done up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see here. All right. First game jackpot. Oklahoma's at Kansas. Uh, I'll pick first. We know what comes from Kansas, right, jackpot? Yep. Sunshine, sunflowers, and sons of bitches. Yeah, I'm taking Oklahoma minus 10. They're going to thump Kansas. Yeah, uh, I wasn't real impressed with Oklahoma last week. That was not a great win at home over UCF. Uh, I think Kansas will be fired up for this one. Uh, I'm going to lay my money with uh, Jayhawks. All right. Next one is Georgia and Florida in Jacksonville. Uh, Georgia is a 14-and-a-half point dog to the Florida Gators. 
There are a shit ton of people that are, are their favorite. I'm sorry. There are a shit ton of people that are jumping on that Florida bandwagon jackpot, including there are some Georgia fans that are saying, you know what? I don't know. Uh, me personally, I think Florida is a shit show. And I think that what Georgia does really well is what Florida can't stop. And that is what Kentucky did to beat them, where they're just going to run the ball at them over and over and over and over and over and over again. I think Georgia will cover. Uh, I disagree with that. I think Florida, I think, I, I, I think they make a game out of this one somehow. Uh, and, and take it into the fourth quarter. I think they're in this game start to finish. Uh, I like the dogs to probably win it by 10. I, th- I see like a 31-20 final score, but 34-20 maybe even that little hook might, uh, might get me over the hump there. But uh, go on ahead and give me uh, give me Sunbelt Billy. I got 38-10 to 10, Georgia. And, and Kirby Smart's pissed because they scored a touchdown. Uh, Florida's better than that. He's going to make them run the stairs. Uh, Oregon at Utah. Oregon is a six and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Utes jackpot. The Utes at home. They're always a disciplined team, and I think that they'll they'll they may lose this game, but I like them with the six and a half. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them too. The Utes are always a bet on mm-hmm. team for me. Um, and you know Georgia. I mean. Uh, I think they definitely have the coaching advantage. You know, Dan Lanning's uh, kind of made some eh, kind of questionable decisions, especially in that Washington game, kind of cost them a little bit. Here, uh, he, he may make some more uh, against Utes. So give me, uh, give me the home team to cover. All right, the next matchup is Ohio State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a 14-and-a-half-point underdog at home to Ohio State. You know, Ohio State is, is you know, it's, oh, man. That's, this game is really tough for me, but I'm going to take Ohio State. I'm not completely sold on Wisconsin. I'm going to take the Buckeyes to cover. I'm not either, but this is also – you know, Wisconsin's a Wisconsin's a tough team to have to play after you just had kind of a battle with Penn State. Two really physical teams, two weeks in a row, kind of a classic flat spot. Uh, a road game, give me Luke Fickle cover all day long. I don't Oregon think he State. wins, but I think he covers. Oregon State and Arizona. Arizona looked good for a little bit last week. Oregon State three and a half point dog, or three and a half point under, three and a half point favorite as they head on the road to Arizona. Uh, I'm gonna take the beef jackpot. Um, who did Arizona look good against? It was was it uh, was it Oregon? I can't remember. Arizona. I'll tell you right now. Was it Washington? Yeah, Washington. That's right. Arizona. Yeah. They look good against somebody. I know they look good. Everybody was talking about. Yeah, it was they they played on the third. No, that was damn it. When was it? I can't remember. I don't know. I will take no, Arizona. Arizona. They're, playing a, they're playing. No, no. There you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They're playing at home. I think they got something to prove. Uh yeah. in Arizona. All right, next one is – my mouse is acting stupid. 
I'm going to take uh, Oregon State. Tennessee at Kentucky. Th- this one's the easiest pick on the board. Kentucky cannot play against Tennessee even when they have generational teams. Give me Tennessee to cover. I don't even have to. I mean, that's the easiest bet on the whole book there. Yeah, that too. And, I mean, I, I, I think Tennessee's front seven will shut down Kentucky. I don't think they'll totally shut down the Kentucky run game, but I think they're going to greatly slow it down. And Kentucky can't – they're not – they're one-dimensional. They can't throw the ball. So, yeah, I mean, I think Joe Milton's the better of better of two shitty quarterbacks. So, give you the least shitty quarterback. What a way to look at that, Jackpot. Next matchup, well, Marshall. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get where you're going. You, you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? I got you, buddy. Marshall at Coastal. When Jackpot sent me this game, I was like, okay. Uh, Coastal is getting four points at home. Hmm. They're no longer the bad boys from Conway with the mullets. No, sir. They're not. And it hurts me to do this, but I'll take the Thundering Herd minus four. Yeah, I, I want to take the Thundering Herd as well. All right, West Virginia at uh, UCF. UCF is giving up seven. Old sweater vests look good last week, Jackpot. They are. They are. Uh, what's up? UCF's favored by seven in this game? Yes, sir. At home. Uh, Virginia Tech's been very Jekyll and Hyde. Not Virginia Tech. Uh, West Virginia's been very Jekyll and Hyde this year. Uh, didn't, you know, kind of didn't look real great against Oklahoma State, but um, I, I think they go on the road to the bounce house, and um, I think they make a game of this thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to take them to cover here. Um, you know, UCF hasn't won a Big 12 game, Jackpot. Will this be their first Big 12 win? Yeah, well, I, yeah, they got to win one sometime, don't they? Yeah, they, they, they. I, I think so. I'll take, I'll take. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna take the couch burners in the seven points. UCF will pull it out late. Clemson at NC State. You know what? I, I, t- I took shit for some some people about this one. I tweeted the other day that there's gonna be some soccer moms and some teenagers that are upset that their rerun of Dawson's Creek and Supernatural are going to be um, kicked off so that we can have a shitty game between two shitty ACC teams in the middle of the day on a Saturday. They're going to be bitching, where's my Supernatural rerun? This is bullshit. Why do I have to watch this team in this orange and this fucking idiot coach that they've got on the sideline for NC State? This is ridiculous. Why do I bring back Supernatural? Bring back Dawson's Creek. Fuck both of these teams. I'll take Clemson to cover by 10. The wife yeah, says, I'm, yeah, I'm not betting on Clemson. I'm not betting on Clemson for anything. I mean, you don't bet on teams that are playing like shit. Um, I, I'm taking NC State. I think they're coming off a bye week. They look bad against Duke, but I think they're going to bounce back. I took West Virginia. Jackpot took UCF there, Lisa. Lisa's asking who we took because apparently Lisa. No, keeps- I took West Virginia. Oh, well, we both took West Virginia. Sorry. Lisa keeps track of it, I guess. South Carolina at Texas A&M. Gamecocks are. Cheat. 
Who me? No, why? You got you fill out your own no, form. She, she's trying to cheat. Why she oh. all this? Oh, I don't know. She just keeps track of it. I think she's got like one of those big spreadsheets at her house with like cuts at cutouts of our faces. Rob's here, Kale's there. Oh. You, you don't have anything if you're using my picks. Yeah. This, this has been my worst year of, of football picks, period. Uh, uh, you're not Mike Muse. You're not 0-11. You didn't pull a Muse. <laughs> I about damn near did. All right. South Carolina at A&M. South Carolina is a 14-point. I got that one wrong, too. You know, when I look at this game jackpot, I, I want to give South Carolina a chance to go in there and cover. And – and it looks like this is one of those games where everything is pointing to Texas A&M is going to mop the floor with them. But, you know, when I look at Texas A&M, what the fuck have they done? That makes That's me think- my thing. I mean, what 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 is there to – why would you think Texas A&M is going to blow out anybody? Yeah. I mean, they haven't – they can't move the ball. Right. I mean, defensively, I guess they're pretty good. Right. If South Carolina has one strength on either side of the ball, I guess it would be their ability to move the ball if they can get some blocking, which is probably unlikely to happen. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Why don't you go with some some option pitches? Why don't you do go with some shit to get the ball out of your quarterback's hands faster? Um, If you don't have, I don't know. I'm not a coach. I'll just shut up. But no, yeah, what you're saying makes a lot of sense there, Jackpot. I, I I agree with you. I mean, there's when I when we look though at their schedule here, though, here's here's what you got. They they beat New Mexico State by 42. They lost by 15 to out to Miami. They beat up on Louisiana Monroe. They did beat Auburn 27 to 10. Lost to Arkansas by 12. Lost to Alabama by six. Lost to Tennessee by seven, so they're coming in on like a two-game, uh, a two-game losing streak here. They need a win bad. Maybe that's that's where they're gonna go. I don't know, but I don't see anything that makes. I guess they halfway played well against Alabama. And they were able to stop the run a little bit. Maybe that's what people are thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look like showed against Miami. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with the safe bet here and uh, go with old Jumbo cover. You, you know what? I, I'm going to take, take Jimbo. I, it's simply because the offensive line of South Carolina and your defense, you guys have had a, a school record put up against you every single week with the exception of the Furman game. There's been a different school record or a season record broken every single game. So who's going to be the Texas A&M star this week that'll be the SEC player of the week? That's kind of what South Carolina has been doing here. When they have the awards banquet at the end of the year, it'll be all South Carolina highlights. That's what it's going to end up being for the defensive side anyway. Uh, The shitter this week, jackpot, Arkansas State at Louisiana Monroe. Well, my God, what a shit game, jackpot. Which way are you going there? What's the line? Louisiana Monroe is a two-point favorite. Um, you know, I kind of like Arkansas State. Now, Butch Jones is Butch Jones got that team moving the ball a little bit. Um, Louisiana Monroe under uh, Terry Bowden, they're kind of uh, 
they're kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, if you follow any of that stuff, which I, I doubt that you do, um, they're they're a show. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'll take Butch Jones. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with Louisiana Monroe minus two because both are like shit. the Warhawks. Why not? All right, um, let's see here. I gotta verify this. What the hell? Let's try again. Why, why these are like this just verifies that I'm a human? What is all this nonsense? I don't know. I can't stand it. I click all the motorcycles and it tells me to go put some more motorcycles. Yay, your response has been recorded. There you go. All right, so let's welcome to the program. Rob has an SEC bias as jackpot heads into the other room. Thank you, you for doing, waiting. Bro? What do you have for the program this evening? I'll wait for jackpot to get back mainly because it's uh, oh. in Carolina. But in the meantime, we can just talk about the Clemson game if you want. Uh, I didn't really hear you give your take on it fully. What, what oh, it, what what? On, the, on the Miami shithole loss or the fact yeah. that they – a cunt. Which one would you like me to talk about? Well, give me the Miami shithole loss, and then give me how bad you think you're going to lose to Notre Dame. Uh, Miami is like that game. I they went into that game, and you're thinking they have to, they have to keep, uh, they have to, you know, win this game, right? Yeah. Um, when I stop and think about it, though, it's like you know what. It's not like they've been really good against anyone this year. I mean, they probably they probably blew their load against Florida State. It's kind of what happened. And I don't know if they've ever really recovered from it, you know, in my opinion. Just a thought. But uh you're gonna lay like that, Jackpot. Let's let's look at them drugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but comfy. No, I'm just saying, it's like when I look at that though, I didn't comfortable. They don't they don't impress me, man. It's just the way that it is. So, yeah. Well, so what I wanted—I was waiting for jackpot because we got some some bad news for the Gamecocks. Uh, Xavier McLeod just left the program. Uh, from what I was seeing, is he wanted to be redshirted, and the coaches wouldn't let him redshirt, so he just freaking didn't go to Missouri and then left overnight. Is it what yeah, his well, I, I, mean, line I, I don't know if he quit. Was he dismissed from the program? No, he he quit. Yeah, he quit on the boys. What a douche. Right? I mean, over a red shirt. Without well, them, we are at D-line. He's probably, he probably planning on hitting the transfer portal anyway. If he's well, that concerned about a damn red shirt. I, I just think it's ridiculous what, it, what it's gotten to. People just leave for – any fucking reason. I mean, clearly, if they didn't want to redshirt him, they wanted to play him this year. I mean, is he pissed well, you know, off? I mean, people people get butt hurt very easily nowadays over anything. I I was in the Wawa over here, um, a couple streets over, yesterday morning, and um, the there was a girl. I, I guess she was getting ready to go on her break, and. Uh, Still, she hadn't gone on smoke break yet, and I guess the little guy who was running the little food station there told her to wash her hands, and she's like, why am I going to wash my hands for when I'm just fixing to go out and smoke a cigarette? She's like, why are you coming at me like that? She was, this was like where I could hear this going on. says, I'm just going to walk on out then. I'll see y'all later, because I, I come here to work. I don't come here for this. 
And I'm like, just wash your fucking hands. I mean, what's the fucking big deal? I mean, just sometimes you have to put up with people's shit um, and just to work a job. And she's probably getting paid way more than that job's worth. Anyway, um, yeah, people just, uh, and then she just walked out and quit. I mean, people, like right in front of me, people just get butt hurt over anything nowadays. You got to be real careful, but at the same time, you can't do that because that's no way to run your program. Exactly. I mean, we're not going well, to put in a comment section of, of that Twitter post I was reading about that kid. And this was from an account that had a lot of followers. I got a lot of followers. It wasn't a fake account that she heard. But she heard he didn't want to travel to Missouri because it was too far and it was too cold. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you what. I'll read you I, what, I, what I saw. That doesn't make Hell, all you got to do is pick up your iPhone and look at the weather there. And you would see that it was warmer in Columbia, Missouri <laughs> than it was actually in Columbia, South Carolina Saturday. Here's you want, Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop for a second. This might be the funniest comment that we've had in the history of the program for the comment section. Kale, Brock says, Kale, draw me like one of those French girls. What? That's, that's the line from Kate Winslet in Titanic, what she told DiCaprio. Draw me like one of those French girls. God damn it, Brock. You savage. <laughs> all right go ahead and read your tweet I, about yeah there. here's here's from uh this is from his dad and apologies <laughs> if it it's broken english i mean this is i'm gonna just read it direct he says he came there to win he don't like losing he wanted the red shirt to get another year of eligibility and they said no shot he refused to go to missouri if he did he wouldn't be able to red shirt but he's okay he was I don't even know what that says. He was something them the best move. He moving on to the next program, Gamecocks for life. What? Okay. I don't you, get that. Just because you traveled to Missouri doesn't mean. Yeah, they were saying apparently if he traveled, he was going to lose the opportunity to register. How though? Don't you have to play you have to go a out game? Field. Well, they were probably. I imagine they. He was involved in the game plan, which I think. You know, does he not want to play? Like, is that what it is? <laughs> Sounds like, like a fucking bitch to me. People won't play. Like, I don't get that at all. Well, the dude, you, people leave because they don't get enough play way. time. People leave because they are getting play time now. It doesn't make any sense. He had some kind of issues anyway. It wasn't he kind of somewhat involved with that Upshaw kid and the other one that got kicked off the team. Uh, I'm not sure. I know Anthony Rose was. He left the program. Um, I think it was just those three. It was the Rames, which I think Rames is still te- like a part of the team. I think he'll come back eventually. But uh, that Anthony Rose guy was the other one I think you're thinking of. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a bunch of crap to me. That really doesn't sound like it. And I, I know. When you lose somebody, it's, it's, this is not like one of the instances where I said, oh, well, Marshawn Lloyd was soft anyway. We didn't want him. Blah, blah. This really doesn't sound like a, a great situation. somebody you really want to proceed forward with, in my opinion. Well, no. And like I said, I think I've been commenting it. At, you know, I know it's dark times now. 
But in the words of Coach Prime, Beamer's going to keep some receipts for this next year. Um, well, I, I mean, mean in, in all fairness, it, it's some dark time. It, you know, it's not like we've been out here getting blown out 48 no. to nothing. I mean, you, you know, you went to Missouri, we played, I mean, it was a red hot team. You know, South Carolina didn't have a good game plan. They kicked for it. And even later into the third and into the fourth quarter, they were still within striking distance. If they yeah, could exactly. have found some way to muster up some points. He he made some dumb decisions there. There's the field goals, him. man. The fourth and one field goals. The fourth and one field goals and, and, and putting points, you know, you know, leaving points on the table where he yeah. possibly could have scored some. I mean, who knows? They wouldn't have won the game. The final score would have looked a little better, I think. Um, you know, the Tennessee thing, it is what it was. I don't think that was a good position. I don't think South Carolina was in a good position to win that game at any rate. Um, you know, the Florida thing, I mean, you lost at home by two points in a back-and-forth yeah. shootout game. Uh, that was, you know. Down to the wire. You know, you competed with Georgia. You punched them in the mouth. Gave that one your best damn shot. You just couldn't do anything in the second half. It's not strong and physical enough to keep up with them. But, you know, it's not like – I don't Well, know. and that's what's insane is that the games have been this close with such a piss-poor performance from the O-line. Like, I, I, I just imagine a season where yeah, we I'm can actually block free running. I'm not trying to make it sound like, oh, it's okay. It's okay because we kept them somewhat close. It's not okay, but – it's not total collapse. You know, yeah. we're not like it, it, this. This is not like Georgia Tech getting blown out by four touchdowns by Bowling Green. Well, and it doesn't hurt. You know, every other SEC team, you know, starts out with a fucking Central Michigan or you know someone. We we just get thrown straight into the gauntlet straight away. And I guess that's what you well, ask well, for. Tough but. schedule, tough schedule, lack of depth, lack of depth. You sound like a Tennessee fan. I don't think so, but moving on, oh, I, mean, uh, I wanted to talk about schedule. the schedule. Yeah, that, exactly. If you want a good laugh, I mean, I mean, okay. go over there there? And turn the page over to their their schedule. Exactly. I mean, That's their first five games were just chicken shit. But uh, I was watching on. old Sports Talk Jay's channel uh, this evening, and they were talking. He was talking about the Kentucky people being mad, and um. He, he's, you know, he, he said, you know, they started off 5-0, and they normally do this a lot. He's like, I mean, Hot dog water. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to talk about the Texas A&M game a little bit too. Um, okay. And this was going on with kind of what we were talking about with how, you know, Carolina's had some close games. Okay. Texas A&M doesn't impress me. Even if we lose, I, I'm betting South Carolina this week. I, I kind of looked into their stats this week because I wanted to see what we were up against. I don't know if y'all knew Connor Wegman's out. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah, well, Max Johnson, he has been less than impressive coming in. He's played, what, I think seven games. 
50 percent yeah. completion percentage doesn't even have a thousand yards that's their that's leading crazy. rusher has 380 yards um i get we have some defensive problems but i i just don't see how they come in and and light us up and blow us out by 14. i i get you know it's a noon game at that you know that the crowd's not going to be in it like they would be normally I just think it, I'm leaning South Carolina this week. I know y'all kind of had y'all's pick going to A&M, but. I don't know. This kind of, I don't know, in a weird way, this reminds me of the, I don't know, in a weird way, it reminds me of that 2005 matchup, or 2015 matchup with South Carolina. Went to A&M, and um, we lost a string of games. And, um, Is that with the or- were, Perry Orr? Went in there with old, old Perry Orr. Oh, yeah, the uh, earthquake. Threw for, like, threw for like 350 yards that day, and I, th- I don't know, I think we lost like 42 to 35 or something like that. I mean, it was a good it, game. Get it within striking distance. They were just like one touchdown ahead of us the entire time. I remember old Orth. Orth was, I'm telling you, Orth wasn't bad. Orth was probably the best quarterback we had since Thompson before Rat, you know, since Rattler came, I think Orth was the best. He wasn't bad. No, he really wasn't for a walk on. But Rob, who y'all play this week? NC State. At home? On the road. At NC State's home. NC State's nah, home. Y'all yeah. got that. Y'all got that. I think uh, I think Will Shipley has like 87 yards, but three touchdowns. It, just an absolutely ugly stat line, and y'all uh, y'all control the lines of scrimmage. You win 21-17. NC State covers. Why not? I mean, at this point, it's you're at a point where it's like, all right, whatever. That's where I am with this team. They like they they need to like. Has some fucking pride, man. That's about where you I'm want at. Vizina? Uh, uh, you want Vizina? I don't know. I mean, I want, I want, uh, I, I want to win some games, man. Yeah. There. I, I just, I don't know how that's gonna work out for us, man. Win some games. I don't give a shit who starts at quarterback. The season's not gonna be what we had it for anyway. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I was under the illusion that it was gonna be different, but it's just not. Your illusion was delusion. Yeah. I think this year looks worse for y'all, man. Y'all lose a lot of players. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, uh, Rob, as SEC boss. Is it, doesn't it suck? And just, it just typical game top luck that the year that they happen to be falling the fuck apart. Yeah. That we can't, we can't really do the old point and laugh routine because we blow ass even worse. That's how it goes, man. That's exactly how it goes. Just like, just like being on top for years to go into, you know, freaking three wins while they win national championships. It's sickening. It really is. <laughs> Who sent you that? I made it. <laughs> Jackpot, I'm going to make you uh, for your next stream. That's gonna be your in your. I'm gonna make your own cover art for that you. That'll be the thumbnail. I'm gonna make thumbnail. Like French girl. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make your. 
I'm gonna make that the next YouTube thumb for your next uh, or 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 ours. That's Either way, gay. I ain't gay. That's super duper gay. No, that's super hot. What are you talking about? You just laying there like, deal with me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it, do you have anything else that you want to go over, no. sir? No, y'all take care. Have a good night. Hey, like oh, yeah, actually, I did have one more question. Sure. Yeah. Did uh, Jackpot Jr. come down with you to Florida? No. Uh, okay. Did you go with uh, the Mrs. Jackpot, though? Yes. Oh, I didn't know if it was like a business or vacation trip. I, no, I make sure you get some. I don't have any chips to put up here. Hey. Yeah, I'm say, uh, no offense, Jackpot, but uh, I don't think Jackpot's coming down there for a chip convention. This is a tater chip convention. <laughs> that would be cool, though. I'd go to that. Like yeah, test out and shit. Why not? Jackpot. Next gas station you stop at. Ticket number thirteen. Slam it. Y'all take care. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. Uh, Elijah says, "Caption that picture: Jackpot watching Spencer Rattler run for his life yet again." Seriously, <laughs> not bad for him going against that A and M front seven. Eh, well. Twister Rooster wants to know if you have any more toilet paper videos. No, just that one. Just Do you that have one. any more toilet paper videos? Yeah. You know, toilet paper on the... Oh. Uh, for real? Wait, wait, what? They were out shopping earlier, and she said they saw that woman again. What, did she have different toilet paper, or was it the same? And did your wife go in for a better look? These are things we need to know. I don't think she went in for a better look. She said she had sequins covering her nipples this time. She, did she have the toilet paper on? <laughs> she didn't. She didn't look down south. I guess she she couldn't stomach the bottom. Holy shit, jackpot! Well, anyway, uh, all right, so. I think we've had a good show, Jackpot. Uh, follow along there. Let's thank our Super Chats. Super J there, $4.99 twice. Sir Ugga, $5. Chris, $4.99. A Typical Gump, $20. And Huffer Billy Paul, $4.99. Yeah, oh, we haven't had a $2,000 single donation for the month yet. Yeah. Um, yeah but... Uh, we do appreciate that. We appreciate all of them. Uh, good point, Big Marty Ross. Where is Bluegrass Sports Media? If they win against Tennessee Jackpot, Bluegrass Sports Media may he'll, he'll be here running his mouth. He right now he's just uh, I don't know. He'll come so hard he'll make cum cookies on his eyebrows. <laughs> all right, I shouldn't have said that, but anyway, what a great way to end the show. <laughs> okay. Then. All right, jackpot. Hey, man, uh, have a good time. Are you doing a show on Saturday? You're not doing a stream on Saturday, right? No, I'm not doing well on Saturday. I'm not gonna be able to. But you will be back with us on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we'll be we'll be we'll be here on Sunday. I'm not I'm not doing one on uh, on Saturday though. All right. Well. Talk to you guys later on. We appreciate it. And uh, make sure you get your picks in. Have a good night. See you, Nat.